Hi, this is Darren DePaul. I'm the voice of Reinhardt in Overwatch and Arden Izunia in Final Fantasy XV and Blackhorn in World of Warcraft. Welcome to the Dumb Podcast Show. Welcome, everybody. I hope you guys are all ready to drink, play, and spoil with the DPS crew. As always, this is Juan Solo with uh, two of my best buds, Wilbur and Cypher. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. Cypher, hey, Cypher, man. In the house. Cypher, Cypher, in the house. Uh, you know that what? was so dumb. <laughs> yeah, I can cut it out if you'd like me to. Nah, it's, it's worthy to be in there. <laughs> uh, I had a I had a question to ask you guys uh, to start off the show, but after that, I kind of have a different question. You know what? I'll ask you guys both. This I'll ask you both the question. Uh, if you guys were a rapper, what would your rapper name be? Well, my, mine's already there. We got Sifey Sife in the house. Sifey Sife. Uh, Swiggy Swiggalo. Swiggy Swiggalo. We got this like alliteration going on. <laughs> People need to know I take swigs. <laughs> I think I'd just be Little Juan. Yeah. Ooh, no, I mean that's Lil Juan. Uh, Lil Juan. Lil Juan. Except I rap in Spanish rather than whatever <laughs> Little John does. Uh, so you don't want a rapping career. I get it. Okay. You just want to be a failure. Uh, I'll have you know that I have uh, cousins in Mexico who are a big rap group. Don't ask me what their name is because I totally didn't make them up. Uh, Juan Direction? <laughs> One direction. <laughs> no, that's that's uh, that's my cousins who are a big pop pop band. Oh, see, oh, see, I forgot yeah. the Juanes brothers. Yeah, the Juanes brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, uh, okay, uh, on to the real question, guys. And this is uh, this is totally inspired by the new episode of Rick and Morty. Um, out of anything ever that's been discontinued, uh, let's go food wise or drink wise or anything like that. What do you guys wish you could bring back and do not say Szechuan sauce because we know we all want it already? Something else. That's easy for me. Um, uh, okay, so a while back, Carl's Jr., this is way back, they created a chicken sandwich uh, with, um, it's basically a chicken Caesar sandwich with Caesar dressing on it, and it was on sourdough bread, and it's been freaking delicious, and I've always wanted it because it was the most best thing that I've ever eaten in my life. And I think instead of real cheese, they use like instead of like the cheese, they use Parmesan cheese. So it was like a thin slice of Parmesan that was made it amazing. And I, how long ago was that? Because I don't remember that sandwich at all. Years ago, I mean years ago. And um, it, it's just I've never seen it again, and I've always wanted it. And I've tried to recreate it a couple of times. Uh, Jack in the Box has this close enough sourdough chicken sandwich, and I've just put my own creamy Caesar sauce, but it's just mm -hmm. not the same. And I've been wanting it ever since. Even if it takes 96 seasons, I want it. <laughs> you know what, though? Carl's Jr., like, they have a lot of solid burgers. But they always have these these weird – like, right now, they're on that beer cheeseburger. And I'm really not all about it at all. Like, it's not good. I don't know if you guys have tried it or not, but I really – I'd recommend you not trying it. Staring away from it. I've had their garbage burgers before. They've had this like the American hot dog burger thing. Oh, oh, that was, oh. oh that was like two years Man. ago. I remember they had like a, a hot dog with um, Lay's potato chips. Yeah, that was a bad yeah. idea. And then I think after that they had that uh, the moonshine burger, the moonshine barbecue burger or something like that. That wasn't very good either. No. But but they have all their other you know their famous stars or their Western bacon cheeseburgers. They're all they're all pretty solid, but they just keep coming out with the garbage specialty <laughs> burgers. Oh yeah, but he doesn't even get those. They just get their the classic stuff. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want that garbage. <laughs> you know what though? I think um, their six dollar burgers or the six dollar uh, guacamole burger that was one of their specialties that actually was pretty good, and then they they kept as part of their regular burger menu. But how about you, Cipher? Cipher, what did uh, what would you bring back? Uh, mine's like not really like something that I miss, like because it's good, but it's more convenient. Because I always like seg. Uh, um, Will had a good segue for Jack in the Box. I always get their their hamburgers like after work, late at night, and they stopped selling their stupid big cheeseburgers. And I'm really don't like that because now I have to pay like double the price if I want a stupid hamburger from Jack in the Box. But they did it on purpose because. You could get those and add stuff to it for cheaper than it was ordering the other stuff. So they just got rid of it, and now you have to buy the more expensive stuff and then take stuff off of it for, like, three bucks. Oh, okay. 
So I mean, it's made funny. it super inconvenient. I used to go like there and get like three of them for like five bucks, and just that's my meal for the night. <laughs> well, that definitely falls under the category or the guidelines that I gave you guys. Um, I think the convenience thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not around anymore, and you want it to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think what I would choose, it's kind of a, a toss-up between Dunkaroos. I don't know if you remember the Dunkaroos. Do you guys know what those mm-hmm. were? They're like these little, um, uh, they're like these little graham cracker boxes that you can get for your lunch. They had box. like the dipping, like like the yeah, dipping sauce yeah. It had it had like um like this creamy white dipping sauce. And, I know exactly what and you the, mean. The little kangaroo graham crackers that you dip them in, you dunk Dunkaroo <laughs> them in. Um, they stopped uh, making those. I remember those as like for lunch at school. Yeah, I don't, I've I've never seen them. If they still make them, then it's they're probably really hard to find. But um, they're not they're not made like readily available anymore. And then the other one that I know for sure has been uh, hasn't been made anymore is that drink um, surge. The I was about to say soda. surge. Surge. Once in a while, it does pop up in in the wild. Uh, they do release it sometimes. Sometimes, but the, you know you can't get any. Used to be able to go to the gas station and get a, a big gulp of it, but not anymore. Yeah, wasn't it like it was like super syrupy or something? Like it was uh, getting people oh, becoming diabetic. Dude, it was all, all sugar. That's why I loved it as a kid. And it was this neon. <laughs> it was this neon green that I don't know. Maybe it's my love for the Ninja Turtles, and I don't know what it was, but. I thought it looked like nice. 90s, like early 2000s, like yeah. where like green, like that lime green is like appetizing or like, like, I don't know, it looks good. Like now, like it looks probably disgusting. Or do you guys it remember was... uh, the Ecto Cooler by High Seed? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was going to yes. bring that up. You know yeah. what? I scratch everything. Let's bring back the Ecto Cooler from High Seed. But the the surge, you know, that inspired an episode of uh, Futurama. That inspired the Splurm uh, the Splurm episode, where slurm? Uh, all Slurm, yeah, that was made <laughs> by the worms. Oh, that was Royal Super Slurm. Yeah, it was just that nasty like jelly. <laughs> nasty jelly thing that came out of worms' uh, butts, but it was super addicting and delicious. Man, it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I wonder if you would buy one now. Like, I'm, you know, somebody had it, like, on eBay or something like that. I don't think it'd, I don't think it'd be good anymore, right? Uh, well. Does soda have no, an expiration but, date? Yeah, it does, right? Pretty I sure. Think on, I think on eBay, they were trying to sell, like, old-school Szechuan sauce. Uh, that was one of the packets that someone found. I was going to bring like, that 96, up. $96,000. I was going to bring that up. It was at $99,000. 99000 Why? Dan, Rick, and Morty, look at what you have done in the world. <laughs> it's not up anymore, but I yeah, the po- post was up before. That's crazy. Why, why would you put that up? That episode of Rick and Morty also, you know, there's a lot of different recipes out right now for how to make the Szechuan sauce, too. Yeah, um, man. I mean, an awesome video on it. We can probably talk about that uh, in the spoil section of the cast, because I really do want to talk about that episode. Um, it's gonna be brought up. But uh, since you know we're in April, and that was an April Fool's joke, <laughs> joke uh, quote unquote that they played. Um, was there any other jokes that uh, anybody else played, or that you guys, you know, experienced, or you saw anything from the internet, websites, big companies? No, the fact that I had to go to work was a big joke. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, not really. There was a. Uh, uh, I, I want to say War Thunder. It's like the flying biplane game where you shoot other planes down. Okay. Apparently, their April Fool's thing is they put a giant robotic snail that shoots lasers into the into the World War One setting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it just came came out of nowhere while people were like, because the whole idea is you dogfight in that game with old school planes, and there it was, just, just giant snail wrecking the city. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think. The only thing I can I saw a couple articles on Facebook that uh, Pornhub was, uh, you know, telling people that their that the videos that they were watching were shared to their Facebook. Oh yeah, that's that. I saw that. That's such a, like a clever but like unharmful thing to do. Like I, yeah. that's a good that's a good April Fool's joke. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, I think that's it. I mean, I I don't think it was really a really big year for April Fools besides Rick and Morty season one episode or season three episode one coming out. I feel that overshadowed everything else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, I didn't get to watch it on April first, but I really I did get to uh, go back and watch it somewhere else. Well, I didn't believe it was coming out April first. <laughs> All I saw was pictures. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's gonna come out April first, right? 
<laughs> and then I wake up with egg in my face because it came out April 1st. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I missed something important. Nerd well, life. yeah. I mean, the, the cool thing was that they, they released it, but they put it on a loop. So it was playing over and over and over again until midnight. So you know that was really easy for people to, you know, put up on the internet forever. So we found, I found it, and I watched it, and I loved it. Um, but uh, what else, what else happened this week, you guys? Things happened. <laughs> I'm assuming. I mean, it's been seven days since the last cast. I'm assuming some things happened. Uh, well, for the spoiler, I watched Ghost in the Shell. I played a few games. There was a teaser for Overwatch. What kind of teaser? What what did they release this time? Nothing yet, but it looks like they're doing another big event involving the uh, robot registration. Um, so it's supposed to be like an event, uh, something that happened within seven years ago. So I'm not sure. I'm actually excited. I love Overwatch. I love when they do these big events. So, so it's just a teaser to tease that they're going to announce something else. I think they're releasing something else on April 12th. Uh, I think that this is just a tease for it, but it shows a lot of Tracer. I think maybe there's a new Tracer skin coming out for this upcoming event. Um, I, and, I know there's and, a new Widow one, and they were saying that if you're a Widow player, like you're going to like this new skin coming out. Which makes sense, because uh, the whole idea is that whole time with the assassination, because that was the time they were trying to stop it in whatever England version she exists in, where they didn't want to do the robot registration, where they wanted equal rights for them. And mm -hmm. she was there for the assassination. So um, I'm, I'm assuming those two characters are going to get most of the love, and they're going to, it's mostly their story. So that's not a, that's actually, well, uh, Blizzard, they came out and said that this event is not tied to like a real world like theme, like Easter or spring. They're making their people wanted more story in Overwatch, and I think you're going to be able to play through the story on King's Row. When it when it releases, I think you're gonna actually play through it. Oh, you think there's gonna be a, a story a story mode for that for that map? I think so. I, that's what they said. They said people want more story in Overwatch, and I think this is their way of kind of trying it out. Like well, you play true. through it. Well, if that's true, I'm really happy because I love story in video games. That's what ke that's what keeps me playing them over and over again. Well, the the creator, uh, that guy, the the director, he's so hardcore for his fans. He just He's Jeff Kaplan, yeah. yeah. Kaplan, oh my god, that guy is always updating stuff, making sure that there's new content. They even said that their next character is almost done. They said they have, yeah, they said like they weren't releasing a bunch of info, but it's they're 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 way along uh developing characters than we think. They're way further ahead. You think the next one might be Doomfist? Uh, um uh, no. I, I think that's a good tease for people, but I don't think it'll be Doomfist. I think that's just I think there's a good chance it will be. I mean, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about Doomfist for a long time now. Yeah. We almost thought that uh, Orissa was going to be Doomfist, or that we were going to be getting Doomfist. When well, they corrected, they, they corrected that. They said Doomfist would come out most likely after the 24th champion, which was Orisa. So I think Doomfist would be the 25th champion okay. in the game. But there's just speculation. Like they could also, they could change it up. They could change the story, introduce somebody else. Like we don't know. Yeah, I think if, if they release Doomfist, they would have to do it in some kind of event uh, situation. Uh, so, I, I think I think it would be fun to release them with an event. You think you mean you mean like there'd be more like uh, clues, like they did with Sombra and Orisa, like that type mm -hmm. of thing. Rather, they'd make a bigger deal about uh, Doomfist coming out rather than just like, hey, April 12, something's coming out. Yeah, because Doomfist was one of the first things they mentioned ever in their very first video. The Doomfist gauntlet, the kid putting it on, punching, what was it, Widowmaker that he punched, or Reaper? I can't remember then, who he punched. Yeah. Yeah, he remember. punched something. That was a while ago, yeah. Yeah, that was such a while ago. But Doomfist has been a character that's been in the background for, for so long. And then Zuma, uh, Zumani was, the whole glove was going to the museum, and the, you're trying to save it from being stolen. Now it's stolen. So, like I said, this, this character has been around since like the beginning. It's it, it would it would be sad if they didn't do some kind of major event for his release. Well, the gauntlet's been around. I think the gauntlet is tied to who Doomfist is. I think there's multiple Doomfists. There is multiple Doomfists. Uh, there's a banner that shows like one was a villain, one was an actual hero. Yeah, so, I like I that. Who the next one will be, and um, yeah, I, I like that too. So that's why I'm uh, I'm thinking if they got to release Doomfist, it has to be an event. It has to be a big event that it just stands out. 
Okay. Maybe it'll be that. something after, like after this event. Maybe, maybe yeah. something like that after this one, because that makes sense. It'd be like another month or so from now that he maybe go on PTR or something. Like I think they could start rolling something out. If maybe not, maybe they'll start laying groundwork, release somebody else, and have like a big event for Doomfist or something. I mean, Arisa yeah. just came out, right? Like last yeah. month. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We probably got probably got two or three months, maybe like two months before we get another character in the game. Yep, and that's what I'm saying. Maybe uh, I think me, wait a little bit, get make a map and the character, and release both of them at the same time. That way, you have a story event map that people can play, plus the new character on that map. I won't say you really have to have a map, but uh, that'd be pretty cool if well, there was a map. You don't and have to, but I think yeah. it would be it would create the most that you can for this character. I see what you mean. Yeah. Well, I we'll see what happens. Uh, it's not too far away. We got what like. Uh, April April twelfth, I believe, yeah, right? About a week from now, a week. It's from usually tomorrow. seven days, or usually they release everything on a Tuesday, so most likely next Tuesday or something. Yeah, the twelfth yeah, would be Wednesday likely. of next week, but that's yeah, that's only about a week away. So I mean, we're not to wait. To... They like to release things early. Yeah. Um, but speaking of video games, um, Wilbur, did you get any new games for your Switch? Uh, has been Heroes and Snake Pass. Uh, all right. Tell me about your least favorite one of the two. Uh, and I know I said least favorite. It doesn't mean that you have to not like it. Just <laughs> the one that you don't like as much as the other one. Okay. So I'll start with Has Been Heroes. Um, <laughs> it's a quick game. Uh, you die extremely easy until you start understanding the strategy system and how to actually work the controlling schemes. Uh, what style and, game is it? It's a rogue, uh, basically. Okay. Okay, so the, here's the story. Your character used to save the world. You used to fight dragons, kill all this stuff. And then you've just retired. You've just got too old. And you and your band of mighty heroes disbanded. And you no longer go on mighty quests because, you know, the kingdom is completely safe now. You killed all the dragons, saved the mines. The kingdom's prosperous. So the king calls you for one more quest. And at this point, you're senior citizens. Uh, so you come back to the, uh, you're coming back to the king, and then you find a new character, which is a rogue female character. And she wanted to see the heroes, but didn't realize all the heroes are seniors now. Uh, so <laughs> so the, uh, the heroes like just invite her along to come to the castle to come meet the king, because she's a surprise. Uh, and then the king just says, "Oh, look, a new hero." Basically, makes her the next uh, the hero that goes with the. Uh, for the next quest, and the quest is to take his twin princesses to school. That, that's it. That is your mighty quest to take them to school. But it's not about the quest of the story, right? It's all about the gameplay and how you play the game. Yeah, it's all about the rogue mechanics. The game, the story is it's funny, but uh, it's not really much of a story. And uh, I find myself addictively, like I get pissed off when I stop playing, and then I put on something to watch, and I go right back to playing it, and um, I die a lot. I've maybe beaten, I've never beaten the second major boss. They keep randomizing the bosses, um, and the dungeons are randomized, so they're never the same thing. And you get different items every every journey. And then eventually, if you do beat it, you finally start unlocking other characters to customize and change your characters out. But you have but, to beat the whole game before you can um, unlock any well, new heroes? Well, every time you die, uh, you've collected enough spirits from beating up stuff that it, uh, unlocks like other available items now available in the world. And then uh, when you go play through those items, you can you can finally unlock them and play them. Some items are way OP. Some items are just useless garbage. Um, one of my favorites is just like you can do a major lightning storm and strike everywhere, mm -hmm. damages all these uh, villains that are coming at you, and it, it's great. It's so useful. So what um, is it like a platformer? Is it just uh, a hack a and slash? No, it's it's a rogue like game. It's a rogue type game. What does that mean? Um, like he said, like you, you, you always die, and then the dungeon are like randomized, and like it's you like never really play through the same thing over and over. It keeps changing on you. So is it two D? Is it is you go like there? A side it'd probably scroller? be flat, like flat side scroller. That's what I would assume. It is a flat side scroller, okay. basically um, classic uh, classic RPG where all three of your characters are on the side, and then the villains are just scrolling forward, and they're constantly coming at you. So uh, you would choose one character, and they would attack forward. Then you um, you would change the pattern of how you attack uh, to to maximize the damages that your characters can do. So, I mean, it, I got to be honest with you, it doesn't sound very fun. Do you like it a lot? It, I mean, what would you rate it? Okay, so I started with not liking it as much. I was looking forward to the game. I was like, meh. 
but I kept playing it because I, I don't know why. I just wanted to keep playing it, and I did. Um, I've stopped playing everything else because I constantly keep coming back to it. Just because it's a good time killer, and it's addictingly good. I it, look. I I'd, I'd say I start with the four, and I ended up with a nine or an eight. No, well, you got to go with the DPS rating. Would you rent it? Would you buy it? Uh, originally, it? I would have rented it, but uh, I bought it. And I buy it would be my kind of like thing. If it, if you're looking for a good replacement to play something between Breath of the Wild and something else until like maybe Mario Kart comes out, this would be it. Okay. Well, have you what played a- like, a, like Binding of Isaac one or Faster Than Light or Rogue Legacy or anything? I, I, I've dope. played Binding of Isaac. It's yeah, like it's that, but um, Binding of Isaac's over the top. Um, the other ones are usually side this like flat scrolling ones. Okay. But it's something similar to Binding of Isaac, like that. And uh, what about Snake Pass, Wolver? Uh, okay. Uh, that game's frustrating. <laughs> 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 but that's the idea of it. Um, you literally have, you play as a snake. Uh, you have to do literally uh, an S to move around. So if you if you don't do the S, your character just drags on the ground because you're like playing a snake. Wait, what? And what does what does that mean? Do an S. You know how a sna- how snakes move. Yeah, I know, but like, do you have to like draw it on your tablet? What What do you mean? Like, no, you, you use the analog stick to go left, right, left, right. Okay, you see. <laughs> sorry, I, I don't know if it was just me, Cipher, but I didn't understand what that meant. I, I thought that's what I meant, but I wasn't quite sure, honestly. Okay, so you have to move from side to side to move forward. Okay, well, okay. so the, the trigger button on top makes your character move. Mm-hmm. But if you want to make them to move at a decent pace, you have to literally go left and right like an actual snake. Um, and then um, to climb up stuff, you have to put your weight on actual things, wrap yourself around it to be able to move up and up. You, you hold the, uh, in my case, the A button, and that moves the head up to the next like branch and then you have to press the move button to move your snake up there then if you don't want to fall wrap yourself and then press the grip button to grip tighter onto the branch okay i fall a lot so what, what's the point <laughs> of the game though like uh what's the goal or the it's a puzzle main... game uh what, so what's... You... okay the puzzle okay yeah so you you have a bird uh doodle and your noodle and doodle and noodle and <laughs> And uh, the bird comes and like, hey, bro, the gates are closing. How are we going to get out of here? And so you just wake off your branch and you start collecting coins and the little the thing, uh, these gems that open up the gates. Uh, so you collect the gems and then a gate opens up. But then there's tons of like coins all over the place that are super hard to reach. I just keep dying constantly trying to get these coins, but I can't stop myself. I want the damn coins. I want to get everything. And you just... It moves you on to the next stage. Another puzzle comes up, and then you just got to move. And the controlling system is hard. It is really hard. And I think that's I think that's the idea, and that's the difficulty of the game. Is you got to think like a snake. And <laughs> I can't do it. I like wrap around myself stuff. And I'm like, I got it, I got it. And then I fall off the branch and I fall to my death. And I I fall a lot. <laughs> so so is that more? Uh, I mean, more challenging than has been heroes. I think so. Um, I like it, but Husband Heroes has this thing that keeps just attracting me, making me come back. So, what would you rate uh, Snake Pass then? Uh, rent. Rent. Okay. What about borrow? We'll add borrow to the list. Abandon, borrow, rent, or buy. Oh, uh, if you can borrow it, definitely. Um, you know, like Snipper Clips is kind of a buy. But Snake Pass doesn't have a thing where you can play with someone else. But the game, it's like I said, the puzzles are addicting, and playing it is really fun. The difficulty it is getting everything, and that's that's the enjoyment of it. I don't think it's for everyone. I'm a, I like puzzles. I personally bought it because I love puzzles, and I like this whole, I like the system, and I've been wanting to play more games. So I, I'm waiting for the next big AAA title for the Switch. Most people are, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of sniper clips, when you brought it over this weekend, I think I had a lot of fun with it. So I agree with you. If I had a if I had a switch, I'd buy it. I'd recommend people buying it. It was a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, when you come over next time, we can get uh, four controllers and try to play four people sniper clips. Yeah, that and we could do shovel knight four player. I honestly suggest you playing snake pass. You're gonna get frustrated, but you're gonna want to keep playing. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at a video right now. It looks very. Did you guys ever play uh, Banjo Kazooie back in the day? Yep, of course. Look, yeah, the best music. It's, it's got yeah. It looks like uh yeah. The music sounds like it. 
Um, and it also has that same feel to it, just like updated graphics, which is funny too, because um, the next game that I have coming from Gamefly is a game called uh, Ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> it's by the I same game. it's by the same people who uh, made banjo kazooie they kickstarted this game and uh it looks and feels and sounds just like banjo kazooie uh one and two not the nuts and bolt game i never actually played of course, that yeah whenever you say banjo kazooie i assume like one and two not the stupid car game <laughs> yeah i never actually played nuts and bolts but yeah it, was, it didn't look it's very, not good it, it did not look very interesting i actually have it on that uh when I first bought my Xbox, I bought the Rare Collection. It comes with Banjo-Kazooie, it comes with um, Battletoads and all these other Rare games, besides the Donkey Kong games for some reason, but whatever. But uh, yeah, I'll give this one a try. Is this um, is this Switch exclusive, Wilbur, or...? Uh, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure. For right now, I'm going to say yes, but the reality, it's most likely on PC as well. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of games on the Switch right now that they're just bringing over from the PC, right? Yeah, well, uh, this game was released, uh, I think, just uh, last week, um, and they were all released. As far as I know, it was released. Let me see. Yeah, PC, PC uh, PS4, Xbox, and Swatch. The Swatch. Swatch. <laughs> I got to say, though, the, the Metacritic scores are better for Snake Pass than they are for Hasbun Heroes. I think more people are frustrated with Hasbun Heroes because they suck at it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a game that frustrates you at the beginning, but then you realize how the system works, mm-hmm. and you start thinking of the combos, and you start doing a lot better. Okay. Uh, all right. I mean, I mean, the way you were describing it, though, it doesn't really sound like my type of game anyways. So I, if I were to play it, I'm sure I would not give it a really good score at all. Yeah, if you're not a rogue kind of guy, if you don't like, like Binding of Isaac like I do, yeah, Faster Than Light, that game is amazing, by the way. If you can find it in any iPad or any kind of system to have it, get it. It's a great game. But road games, I love road games. Th- that's just me, though. For me, it's been a really uh, bad week for video games. I haven't really played anything besides opening up Tabletop Simulator a couple times, <laughs> only because I'm working on a, our, our, uh, our role-playing campaign. I wanted to see if I can get the deck of cards to work. Which, uh, by the way, look pretty good if you don't, if I don't mind say so myself. Um, Cypher, did you play any of the games? Um, nah, I mostly just beat Zelda, I believe, last week or so. Um, really, no games, no. Just Overwatch, lots of Overwatch, and lots of frustrating Overwatch. Yes. Lots of frustrating Overwatch. That actually sounds like a really good plan for after our cast. If you guys are down to play some <laughs> Overwatch, I have, like I said, I haven't been, I haven't played any games. Actually, that's not true. I played about two hours of The Witcher Three, but um, for some reason I I left my room and I paused it, and then I had to leave the house, and I came back and my my Xbox was turned off, and I didn't I didn't want to turn it on to see if I had lost all that progress or not. <laughs> But uh, that's what happened for me this week. <laughs> uh, I think the bigger news for this week are TV and movies. Um, starting off with Rick and Morty. What did you guys think about that episode that they dropped? Uh, great. Uh, hilarious. I loved it. I actually I loved thought, it, I too. thought it was really good, too. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. I thought it was a great introduction to, a, to this season, kind of showing us how this season's going to be tonal-wise. Like, it's going to be a lot darker. Yeah, a lot. A lot serious. A lot darker. But still, but still the same humor. Like, you can tell, though. Like, still the same humor. But still, like, it changed the tone of the, the show. But it still retains, like, its identity. Like, I, I like it. I don't know. I like the episode. I feel like that episode was a lot smarter than the rest of the episodes. And I, I think the only reason I'm saying that is because of Rick's whole plan like oh i planned this from the beginning kind of thing everything that happened in that episode rick had planned and they kept talking about how he's like the smart he's the smartest rick of them all or he's the smartest being in the universe and i think they used that episode really well to show that he was (laughs) is it because he was in shonies and uh they never left shonies (laughs) (laughs) shonies oh that's so funny (laughs) <laughs> Shonies. Uh I love the fart joke. Man, fart jokes in Rick and Morty never get old. Like when he he just like uh, like kept changing the guy's cup to like be a like fart in his face, and like it just kept doing it. 
and did it like three times. I think that was like a trend of the episodes, like the rule of three. Yeah. Like did every joke like three times. And then like, they like that one funny. part where he showed him his watch and he's like, look. And then a butt shows up and farts in his face too. Those <laughs> oh, he's trying to talk into it to warn them that it's a trap and it's a trick. It's a trap. And it's a trap. Oh, it's right. Yeah. <laughs> Their traitors blow him up. <laughs> Oh man! And then the biggest thing was the the McDonald's Szechuan sauce for the Mulan movie. <laughs> that was so random, but like it was it, it was so funny for some reason. It, I don't know. It how do they worked. even? How did they even like think of that? You know, like this is all. I don't understand. I, it's, it's I don't even remember that sauce. Thing. It's the same thing you probably did. It's like thinking of things that you missed from your childhood. You remember that was really amazing, good. And, and then just make probably, that. That's like, probably something Dan point. Harmon came up with that he kind of like missed. It could have been anything, huh? They could have just done Surge or something. And they just took something and then they just made it a very focal plot point. Just something dumb and irrelevant, but means a lot to somebody. <laughs> this and then like, just make that the plot. Like the, the whole plot of uh, Zombieland was to find Twinkies. Yeah, exactly. Nobody but, really like, wants Twinkies. Nobody really likes Twinkies all that much either. But uh, no, I got you. It was. I, I thought it was really funny. Um, I think my favorite part of the episode had to have been where the standoff between Rick and Rick, and that guy had um, Summer, and he was trying to tell him like, "I'll shoot her." And he's like, "You should fuck her, shoot her. I don't give a shit about her." <laughs> It'd be easier <laughs> for me. Grandkids you. like Disney bucks. <laughs> you're bringing Monopoly. You're like, what was it? Bringing Disney bucks to Monopoly or Monopoly money to Disneyland or something like that? It's Disney bucks to Monopoly. It's yeah, hilarious. Oh, dude, that was hilarious. And the whole part where like Morty shoots him in the head, and he's like, "What do you think about that, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> And then it turns out Rick had planned it, and then Morty's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> Morty's such a little punk, dude. <laughs> no, I don't want to look at your pod collection. <laughs> this, this episode actually uh, was, like, one of the first times I started, like, you start doubting Rick now. Like, you like you really start doubting him. Like, you start deciding with Morty a little bit more. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it was weird. Like, it was weird siding with Morty, like, when he was talking about stuff. Especially love, on that part right there. I love the whole fake origin story with the death of Beth and his wife. Uh, I think that might, like, I think that, like, this is kind of showing us that there is some sort of deep story, but that, it's just not that, though. Like, that's not it. Or maybe like, it could might have been. be something. It could have been, like, it could have been, part of it could have been, right? Like, maybe the part where he didn't want to be... This big scientist, and then Beth and and her her mom died, and then he just kind of stopped giving a shit about life anymore, and just do whatever the fuck he wants. Maybe I, I don't think it can be real. He said you can't alter like a mem like an actual memory, and that so, it was altered. Well, I'm not saying that that's exactly how she died. I'm just saying that I think the the truth of that fabricated memory was the part where his wife and his and his daughter died. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. That that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think that's the real part. I think the I don't only think real so part is that another Rick shows up and actually talks to him. That I do believe is real. And I believe that, that when he finally decided to leave and portal around is probably when his wife decided to leave him because you never hear anything about the wife, but you do know that Beth, uh, he abandoned Beth years ago. Well, that's also assuming that uh, the Beth that he's with right now is the original Beth or whatever because we've already established that the family that he's with now, aside from Morty, that's a different dimension. That's a different alternate family. Yeah. Uh, I think they all have the same origin, though. That's what I'm thinking. Like, think they so? all have that same starting origin part. Well, okay. So there is a picture in Birdman's, uh, Bird Person's house where... Uh, Phoenix Person? Phoenix Person. <laughs> Not yet. But uh, <laughs> uh, he's holding... There's a picture of Rick holding um, baby Morty. And the internet freaked out about that because mm -hmm. the idea is that he was never around for Morty's birth. How, oh. how is he holding baby Morty? And they also, they make a big deal about, um, he's like, I'm Morty 7, whatever the number. So C-130? C-130 or whatever. So maybe maybe he's the original Morty or something like that. I don't know. No, I think I, we're going to get some sort of Morty transition into like the villain Morty that we saw. I like, believe like, that's previously. the original Morty. Or maybe he's going to be more Morty, like uh, less, less of, I don't want to be doing this thing, Rick kind of thing like he's going to be more on board especially now at the end of the episode where uh beth like gives them full permission to just go on adventures and shit and he's like you hear that you gotta do everything you gotta fucking 
everything I fucking say. Like, he's just in a worse spot. Like, he tried to do good, and, like, now he's in a worse spot than before. Like, he's you just start feeling bad to make for anything him. happen. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm really excited for the how this season's going to turn. It's going to be different than, like, the previous seasons, I think. Yeah, but I, now we have to wait till summer for episode two. I think I think the darkness of this season is kind of going to add to the humor of it, though. I think That's so. That's the best part of everything they've ever had for this is the darkness. Oh, like, okay, uh, so, uh, remember Fart? Yeah. Yeah, Fart. that was extremely dark. Uh, how he just starts, everyone just starts dying around him, and the, the gear people, and then when he takes out that gear, gears <laughs> bolts and puts it in his mouth, is that his... <laughs> but then he has to kill, uh, Morty has to kill him, and that's after this whole thing about him trying to save people, but instead of saving one life, he ends up destroying so many and then saving the life of this being that's going to come back and destroy all of life so he ends up destroying that one being that he decided he wanted to say yeah <laughs> like I said, Which, it, 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 the show yeah. already has its dark tones it's just it i don't know uh, they just put really good humor around the darkness that they already have yeah what do you think the the purpose of phoenix person was though do you think that uh what, what was her name april or may or something like that tammy Tammy, I was so off. <laughs> uh, you think she was like actually loving with with Bird Person, and then he died, you know, on accident or something, or he wasn't supposed to die, so they had she had them remake him. Um, I don't know. Actually, I think she's just kind of crazy. I don't yeah, know. She's crazy. She cray cray. Um, <laughs> she's super cray. She's super cray. I I know. Uh, I think she's gonna definitely use Bird Person to mess with Rick. Phoenix person. I don't know. I don't, I don't think uh, you would be. He would be able to. Rick's kind of like the uh, um, logical thinker. He's gonna be like, "Oh, that's not really bird person, so I don't give a fuck." No, uh, those are his friends. The ones who actually fought with him are the only ones you could tell he really cares for. Bird person and Squanch. Squanch are the two Squanchy's people. dead, right? Unknown. Uh, they never showed what happened to him. They didn't show him. He's probably fine. I thought I remember him getting shot. No, Bird he... Person was the only person who got shot. But Squanch, he beefed up and started wrecking people, and that's the last you saw of him. <laughs> yeah, I remember Forgot him about beefing that. up. I thought he got a super shot. Hmm. But uh, they never uh... – so who knows what it... – but those are the – that's his trigger. That would be Rick's trigger. And besides someone messing with Morty, that is his trigger. I have to disagree. I, I don't think that it's going to mess with him as much as, as you think it will. But we'll find out. I mean, yeah, I don't think it will mess with like that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Rick's going like crazy, and then Morty's gonna go crazy. Like I don't know. Maybe they're they just gonna go hardcore, go super commando or Rambo on everybody. Like, like even Morty's starting to realize like how messed up Rick is by showing some of the that Cronenberg world. <laughs> the Cronenberg. <laughs> that was funny too. I like how they're all beefed out. It's just like <laughs> all muscled up. That's the best. I'm excited to see a little bit more summer in the adventures too. I like summer. Yeah, I'm liking more. Like, like now she's like becoming more prominent. And even at the end of the episode, like uh, Rick was saying, like even we're gonna take Beth on adventures. We're gonna take Summer on more adventures. Always Morty, <laughs> but never Jerry. Never Jerry. He's I'm gonna out. trust I'm gonna, me. I'm, I'm gonna miss Jerry though. He'll it was, still be there, bad. just in a different way. It's gonna be fun. I, I, I just—he was the best character to shit on. I loved seeing him get shit on. He's Millhouse. He's Millhouse's dad, so he's gonna keep coming back. <laughs> uh, that's that's how they're gonna keep playing him. He's gonna be like, I sleep on a race car. Do you? No, I sleep <laughs> in a big bed with my wife. It's it's a messed up situation, and that's what they're gonna keep showing him as. And yeah. Beth, because remember that episode where they showed them where they're in space and they had to go through this like uh, wedding, the um, couples therapy, the couples therapy, and they were kind of like in codependent amongst each other. And that's what's going to happen. She's going to fall in love with him all over again, and it's going to be the same shit party. And it's going to be great. Yeah, because even in that, uh, where they have those goggles where they can look into different dimensions to see how they turn out, yeah. uh, they still find each other where uh, Jerry's like that superstar and she's like a brain surgeon or something. They still like fall in love and find each other and stuff. So Yeah, and goes I... and breaks the law, gets wasted. She lives in a house with, with birds or cats and she <laughs> constantly drinks. Wasn't yeah. it a bunch of birds? I think it was a bunch of birds. I think it was birds. Yeah. It was birds, yeah. 
And the other one who has the worst future of them all is Summer. No matter what happens, she's always playing a board game. <laughs> no matter or, what, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, well, she either doesn't exist or has a boring family. Like, yeah. it's one or the other. Yeah, I always thought Beth was the weakest of all the characters, though. I didn't like her as much. I like Summer because uh, she... <laughs> I don't know, she's just the smarter of the siblings. Jerry, because you shit on him so much. Morty, because he's a little punk. And then obviously <laughs> Rick, because Rick's baller. Um, but um, let me see. You know what wasn't good that I saw today? Because I saw a total of three movies today. And I'm going to start with the worst movie of all of them. All three. It's going to be The Great Wall. Did any of you oh, guys? You did... Did you guys oh, you saw that movie? But I've been wanting to hear about it. How is The Great Wall? I would definitely skip that movie. You don't have to watch it. Uh, it's okay. I'll give you the 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 main thing of the movie right now. Uh, a meteor fell like two thousand years ago, and with it came these jade monster things. And every sixty years, they attack China. So they built the 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 Great Wall to stop them, and that's pretty much it. Matt Damon is a thief or a mercenary or whatever and he gets caught by them and for whatever reason the great wall like keeps him captive to help fight them for whatever reason and instead of him trying to escape with his friend he decides to keep helping them and they defeat them and that's it he was just there for marketing that's yeah, what they said Not Diamond. they said people won't watch that movie unless they have like um somebody they recognize in there that's true i mean and honestly was, it's kind of true yeah, yeah. kind of one of the only reasons i did watch it too because he was in it and that's sad he did not add anything to that movie to be honest Besides yeah that, like everybody was like afraid like oh like putting this guy putting putting him in um in an asian movie like to be the lead like no like they just put him in there so other people will go see it it's still like the director's own movie yeah so uh uh, it was just a bad movie, probably. Yeah, it wasn't very good. There was a lot of, like, there was these things that, that there's a lot of stuff that they try. I think, you know, they just added it to the movie because they thought it'd be cool, but it, it has serves no purpose. It was impractical and stuff like that. Like, um, they had, like, these bows and arrows with bamboo sticks tied to them that make noise. So when you shoot the arrows, they just whistle in the air. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and, and what it's supposed to do is they're supposed to hit the the uh these monsters because it's like zombie swarms of them like millions of them that attack the wall and they'll they'll hit these monsters and then i guess when it's foggy you're supposed to hear where they're coming from which is, which doesn't really matter because they're really fast and they kill everybody anyways so, so there was that and then there was this thing where like um how do i describe it they're like uh planks Think of it like like four planks in a fan-like fashion that go over the wall. And then these Chinese warriors, they're always women. They go up there onto these planks and they get tied to, uh, they get ropes tied to them. They jump and they kind of bungee jump down towards the bottom of the wall. And they stab one dragon with a spear and they bungee jump, bungee jump back up and they do it all over again. And you have just, one one thing with a spear? Uh, I mean, unless you're a badass and you get two spears, and you go down there and you stab two of them. But other right, than that, if there's if there's a bunch of monsters, like what's that really gonna do? It does nothing because then you have a, a the red army because they're all everybody's uh, everybody's role is color coded. So these girls are blue, and then there's the red army, which are you know it's the same army, but all they're just archers. So they're standing up there shooting bows and arrows and. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> uh, oh, so I, I just, I'm just like, I don't get it. And uh, it was, I don't know. <laughs> I, can, I can't even. It was so stupid and pointless that I can't even. But they, but it was such a big part of the movie. Like they kept bringing it up. They kept doing it. At one point, they tried to show Matt Damon, like, oh, you're, you're too pussy. You wouldn't do it. We're women. We're stronger than you. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do it because I don't trust you guys to pull me back up. And that was it. <laughs> he didn't do it. But guess when he did do it? At the end. To at the very point, end. To prove a point. <laughs> it was, when, it was was, man. Huh? When the threat was done, or? No, it was like at the the climax of the movie. He kind of like did it as a way to 
Because there's because there's a, a queen monster that controls all of the monsters. So he saved hive all mind. The, the yeah, it's here. like a hive mind. Yeah. So they were trying to kill the queen. So he kind of did it at the end to help them blow up the queen, and that was it. And that's how they defeated all the monsters. Because without yeah, yeah, the yeah. without the queen, they can't think for themselves, so they just freeze and die. Ender's game. So he yeah. did it for yeah, a pretty much yeah, Ender's game. No, oh, that. I love that movie, and it was a disappointment at the same time. The book was. I, I agree with you. <laughs> I didn't read the book, so I kind of enjoyed Ender's Game, but the uh, book could, is amazing. But the, the book is great. The movie is, is soulless. The second book is amazing as well. Well, the, watching the movie, Wilbur, you you not knowing anything about the books or reading them at all, you can definitely tell that there was stuff missing. Yeah, the ending was the part that frustrated me the most. Um, if if they had the ending from the book, I think I might have liked it more than the way that they decided to finish it in the, the, in the film. Okay, remind me again how the film went. The end. Uh, they lost the blood planet, and then on the meteor command ship that he's on, that's the one where the queen egg is. And that, that to me was like, the fuck? Where's the giant? Where's the whole mouse thing? They, what? What is this garbage? All right, remember I didn't read the book? Tell me what, what happened in the book. Okay, so they finally destroy the planet with the bugs, and they decide to colonize it. And um, he starts having like these like m images that he had from when he was still controlling the military, like the, the ships uh, of the of the giant and everything when he was being tested in the in the mouse and everything. Um, I remember that little game he would play. One, he would like log onto it and like have to choose. Like the giant would give him two options, and you have okay. to choose one. And like one would kill him, and one would like let him pass. Okay. There's more to that in the book. That's what Will is yeah. explaining. Uh, and then to, when to the um, game or like does yeah, it happen the or... game. Okay, okay. Because the thing is, when they first start like, colonizing and he explores more on the planet, he finds the giant uh, dead on the ground, and he starts realizing that that game was was a little more than that. And with within the the structure there, he finds the the queen egg. So on the planet that they decided to murder with a bomb that's supposed to kill all matter. The queen eggs still survive there. Okay. So it kind of gave it more of a oh crap! That game was more than it, what it what it seemed. Like the whole time, there's like layers and layers. Like the the commanding thing was was not really a game, and he thought it was. And then the game he thought was a game was not a game. Like kind of flips. Yeah. Kind of kind of cool. Okay. So so kind of has like a lot more meaning than what happened in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, but I I still think the movie's fine. It's all right. Yeah, like I said, a lot of the movie I liked, but uh, it's like I liked it and I hated it. <laughs> just like Ghost in the Shell, it wasn't great, but it was all right. I like. I just we just finished watching that right now, uh, a couple hours ago actually. I'm gonna give it uh, my rating to it was a strong B. I think it wasn't a great film, uh, but it wasn't the worst film. I think the film was too smart for what it uh, for what it should have been. What do you mean? Um, what do you mean too smart? Okay. So you have to overthink everything, and the overthinking is what makes the movie workable. Uh, the idea that uh, Major, the first thing they do is that she didn't feel anything. So you always have to remember that she always feels like a machine because, one, she can't feel anything, so she's kind of detached from uh, the rest of humanity. Other, other, um, when they diagnose her, they can't read her thoughts, so she doesn't have that personal touch anymore. Okay. Um, so... She separates, and that's why when she says, "Well, you know, what am I? Just like, oh, I'm a robot, just like her," and everyone is like, "No, you're different. Like, you're damaged." So I'm like, "Yeah, she she doesn't feel it, so she's she's more detached, and that's why kind of like the whole time, she's like, "Well, I'm a machine. I should act like one," or you know, she she's less caring. Uh, everything about her is like, uh, you know, I'm my still past is I'm still garbage. looking for though. Like you keep saying that like it's too much overthinking. It was too smart, but. I, I don't. I mean, I don't feel like that at all. Uh, and then from what you're saying right now, I, I, like I guess I'm just not getting what you're trying to portray. Okay. So what's the, what's the most thing that she? What was the thing that she was constantly doing? Is trying to find out basically her past or those memories that were coming up, but they weren't really memories or glitches. Yeah. And and she, like I said, she was kind of feeling detached. She didn't feel human anymore. She just felt like she was a robot, and that's what she was programmed to do. Okay. Yeah, I get and, that part. Yeah, and so once she starts realizing that, well, when she finds that the other one, that they stole her memories, her past, she starts acting more like the major I know from the the anime, 
instead of this like uh, lost little girl in this world where she doesn't want to be found. Well, I mean, even in the in the movie, she did she was never Major Motoko or Kunasagi. I mean, she was you know she had this different identity or they were calling her something else that I couldn't remember. I can't. They really just remember. kept calling her Major the entire time. No, they, she had a different name. It was like because she kept saying my name is Major whatever and I give consent to whatever. She it was never Motoko Kunasagi. So she didn't know who she was. So I think that was the whole like thing. Like she, you know, she was this person and she was trying to find who she was and she finally did. And then that's when they kind of transitioned into what she is in the anime, Motoko Kusanagi. Yeah, um, exactly. And um, a lot of people didn't want that. They kind of just wanted, I guess, more action. There was, and I, I understand that it's the Michael Bay crowd. That's why more people watch Transformer movies and Fast and the Furious films because there's more explosions. Yeah, there's not a lot of thinking and there's just explosions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of like you just go to the movie to shut your brain off. And then Ghost in the Shell doesn't give you that option because they want you to feel what she feels. Be follow her path. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel it, but I, I wouldn't go as far to say as it was too smart of a movie. It was pretty simple. As a matter of fact, I felt like the storyline was just kind of non And I don't know what the, the anime was like. I don't know what the story goes like in the anime, but it was pretty pretty straightforward and pretty simple what the what the story was is pretty much just you know this big ass corporation did something took something away from a certain individual and he's trying to get revenge on him and this whole time the the main character had the same thing taken away from her but she didn't know and then she kind of switches sides and then the big corporation who you thought was a good guy or the persons that were supposed to be the good guys were actually the bad guys and then they lose yeah, no, no, that that's exactly right, and that's why I said it's kind of like a beat. Look, the story was simplistic, but the part that people got lost is the idea of the character. Like at the very beginning, they people um, people didn't like that they they cast Scarlett Johansson. And I was one of those people, but the way I, I saw the trailer, I accepted her. I liked her in the trailer. I thought she did a good job. I mean, she's just a cyborg. Like it doesn't really matter what race she is, as long as she does the part well. I yeah. think I think it was okay that. I mean, at first, you're right. I didn't like the fact that Scarlett Johansson was in this, in Japan, playing a Japanese character. But then, you know, what they, the way that they did to get around it was that they took, you know, this person, Motoko, and they took her brain and they put it into a body, a, a beautiful body, as it kept saying. She's pretty or whatever. So it's a whole different body. Nobody knows who she is. She's not, you know, for all intents and purposes, she's not Japanese. Her body's not. Exactly. They got rid of the idea that they took her identity away so she doesn't look Japanese. That way, if her mom ever sees her, they wouldn't go, that's my daughter, or no one would recognize her from her past. And that's how they kind of got around with that. And I like that. I liked it a lot. I thought it was okay. I mean, I, I'm pretty much indifferent about that part. I don't think it added anything to the story. Now, I don't think it really took anything away from the story, to be honest. But um, I still liked it. I, I like I like the cover up for that. I, the, it it justifies uh, Scarlett Johansson playing that character. It's kind of, and I think that that was created because of the fan, uh, the people complaining. Well, yeah. Well, honestly, I think that's the only purpose it served to justify jo Scarlett Johansson playing that character. Um, what did you think about uh, Jimmy Darmody playing um, Kusei? Do you know who Jimmy oh. Darmody is? Uh, is he the dude with the amazing eyes? Ass? <laughs> Did you say ass? Eyes. Oh no 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 no! The the main bad guy, the oh, or bad I, guy, I the care. the robot. That's uh the guy from Boardwalk Empire. Dude, I didn't even realize. Um, I I didn't like him. <laughs> no, you think you didn't like his voice, huh? I don't know what it's like in the. I'm gonna keep. I should stop saying that. Obviously, I don't know what the anime is like. But uh, in the movie, I, I don't know. I didn't really like his voice. It was too robotic, cut up and glitchy. Uh, anime and the movie, uh, just keep them separated. The only thing they did is keep some, bring back some classic scenes from the original movie mm -hmm. um, to recreate in the film, which they did. And then that's, that's about it. So this whole storyline is kind of like not like the anime at all? No, um, it borrows some ideas, but no, it's different. Okay, alrighty. Um, so, do you think maybe this is kind of just an intro movie into maybe sequels or a series or I, a franchise? I don't believe they'll ever make another one. I don't think it's getting the, the reviews it, 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 to make a sequel. 
I don't think it's going to make the money. Oh no, they make sequels to to way worse stuff. <laughs> they, they do, yeah, but uh, I don't I don't think this is going to get the money to make a sequel. Um, I would like it. I think finally they've established the character where they can do a sequel to something more fucked up and amazing in that world. Um, but I think it just it took. To me, I felt like it started slow, and then it picked up more near the end. I, and I loved a lot of the scenes they recreated, like the water scene where she's invisible, kicking the crap out of that one dude. Oh, the the beginning or oh, the end? Yeah. No, no, it wasn't the beginning. It was kind of like, like middle. More in the middle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The beginning was kind of like me. Well, she—it's a garbage man, right? Yeah. The hacked garbage man. Yeah. And uh, then uh, that 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 was sad. I like making him believe that he had a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was pretty sad. Uh, and then um, uh, the the scene where she's ripping off the tanks back—that's from the uh, the movie as well. And which her part of her muscles are just basically ripping through her flesh. Okay. Also, like, that spider tank is pretty impractical, in my opinion. I wanted the talking ones. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're in the comic, there's a uh, little the talking spider tanks. Uh, there are a bunch of them. They move around. They're kind of like the—they're they're pretty amazing and hilarious, but. I kind of wanted that. I was hoping for a little one on the side, but they never really showed it. No. They just showed the giant spider tank, which was great. I I loved it when I saw it. Also, um, those. What did you think about the Bato's eyes, his prosthetics or his enhanced? Perfect. I think they were perfect. perfect. I mean, they, oh my, he looked like I wanted him to look like because he, okay. he looked like the character from the anime. <laughs> because talking about because I was kind of laughing at the scene where the major comes in and talks to him and he goes i can see like you now but he's obviously got these tubes for eyes and she's got these normal eye looking eyes and they look the same <laughs> so you know they can see the same so why didn't he just get those eye looking eyes why do you have to go get the stupid looking ones uh he got tactic eyes because he like um but like his major mentioned are... he's he's more a company man so these eyes fit more tactical than what she has but hers are the same like hers do the same well, thing she's more cybernetic the only thing human about her is a brain he still has flesh I, I think you're missing the point though they both eyes do the same thing but they look different and the ones that he has are stupid like even <laughs> even if he wanted to like um you know let's see what you said like to be a company man and do everything for his job why couldn't he just get the same model eyes that she got why did he have to get those stupid ones because those are more tactical. I believe they do more than uh, uh, than her eyes do. Okay. Well, I'm just going based off of what the dialogue and what the movie said, not based off of like assuming anything. But yeah, they not but explain it, like yeah, it, uh, the yeah. eyes very well or anything. No, but, uh, no, it wasn't like they didn't show us a catalog, Sean. Hey, look, you <laughs> these two. These <laughs> they should have. Let me see this. I'll take these ones because they look more tactical. No, they just they just said these do the same as yours, and then. You know his look weird, and then hers don't. But did you want him to have his normal blue eyes? His normal eyes? No, like I said, the eyes. I mean, he, if he I was mean, gonna have those eyes, I would have preferred story-wise, or just like you know, I'm all about the little details. There could have been a different reason for us to why he got those eyes, but instead he said that he was, you know, he has the the same. They do the same thing that hers do, yet she doesn't look like an idiot. You can blame the scriptwriter or the director on that. I can, and I probably um, will. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot uh, of things that that I have questions about about this futuristic like world that I probably shouldn't have questions on, but it doesn't because <laughs> it doesn't really matter. But you know, but you know what it is. You know how it is. Yeah, I think that you're right. I think they could have uh, done. But I mean, it fits his character in the anime. It looks. I think he he was perfectly cast as that character. Yeah, I mean, as far as how his character looks like in the anime and how he looked in the movie, I think pretty spot on. Like, they look pretty good, I think. Well, at least him. I don't really know what everybody else looks like. I think the uh, with the Major's boss, the guy with the white hair, the old guy, I remember him looking pretty much the same way, too, and that was pretty cool. I liked it. I, you know what? I liked him as the old man. I thought he was just badass when he takes out his old school six, uh, his old school uh, gun, and he just starts wrecking fools. <laughs> He's like, you don't send a rabbit to kill a fox. Yeah, that's pretty. We've badass. been burned, and then all the fools in that troop are just badasses. Uh, too bad they never really expended more on that uh, on the the group. I kind of would have liked that more. That's what I was do gonna we, say too. Do you need a rogue one of uh, of those people. 
Yeah. Well, you got that feeling that they could have been, but you don't really get to see what anybody else besides the Major and Bato did. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. They're expanded more in the TV series than they are kind of on the the film, the standalone film. But I think, yeah, I think they would have been better if uh, they just did some more with them. Yeah, because there was, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four... It was four other people, no, five other people part of their squad that they didn't really expand upon. It was no. just, you know, it was just Bato and and uh, the major, and that was it. Like I said, what 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 would you rate it? I would say, um, cause you know, I always go to the movies on Tuesdays where I pay five dollars at the that movie theater. I think five dollars was a bargain, and I think it was a good a good price for what I got. Um, I did spend like forty dollars at the concession stand because they sell alcohol there. Oh but, my god! <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think I think if you can get it for uh, you know a discounted price, definitely go watch it in theaters. If not, I think it'd be totally okay to wait for it to come out on either Redbox or if it ever comes onto Netflix. I don't think it's a must-watch right now in theaters kind of movie. I agree. I strongly agree with that. <laughs> uh, I believe it's a good rent. Uh, if you're a big fan of Gus in the Shell, just go watch it. Do yourself a favor and just watch it and then complain about it later, but support yeah. it. I mean, I, 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 I kind of now want to go watch the Ghost in the Shell movies in the in the, the show. So, I mean, if anything, I'll go watch that and I'll come back with the differences. But um, I thought it was good yeah. enough. Watch, uh, watch the first movie release and then go watch the TV series that came out years later. You, you'll, I, I guarantee you'll, you'll have a different perspective. That the, the first movie that came out was a movie that I ended up watching a lot, multiple times. But that was in an era where you get, the only way to get anime is through VHS, and I was hoping that it would show up at your video store. And uh, now the uh, unexisting blockbusters that used to have them. <laughs> um, did the did the dude have his dog in the? Yes, he did. He Bot- did. Bato. Yeah. yeah, he had a bunch of dogs. I didn't get it. Was it were they all stray dogs, and he the beagle was just his own, or what? No, they're all stray dogs. But at the end, when they got burned, uh, they found him in a chair or a lawn chair, and then he had his a beagle in the lawn chair. It's the only one that wasn't afraid of him. Ah, uh, okay. Again, that wasn't explained. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was all kind of, I think, like, are you, like, uh, assuming just from the movie or, like, you're bringing stuff in from the anime that you've seen? Well, uh, the movie also mentioned uh, he gave Major the uh, the book to go feed the dogs because he didn't want them to, he didn't want to scare them. Uh-huh. Okay. That's, okay. The, that's the only thing they really gave you out of the movie for the dogs. Okay. Um. Also, I thought it was because you know, uh, in the movie, they go down into the basement where they think Kuze is at, and then uh, she shoots at the hologram, and then the things blow up, and then she goes and protects him, and then the only thing in Cypher, the only thing that gets damaged were his eyes. That's why he had to get the prosthetics. It's the only thing that got damaged. Like his skin was perfectly fine, didn't even singe his hair. <laughs> his eyes gotta were, get the eyes were so out of damaged it. that they had to get prosthetics. And I thought I, I was kind of one of the details that was laughable too. Uh, I mean, I can't, there was a lot of things about the movie that I was like, well, I mean, if they're do if they're so advanced, why wasn't this advanced? Or what was the point of having that that prosthetic and stuff like that? Like they were in this yakuza nightclub and somebody had a metal jaw, and I was just thinking like, why why would you get that? Why would you get that? Why would you get it's, that? It's it's a favor for the ladies. See, that's what I said. You know, maybe it's some kind of a oral pleasuring enhancement that he bought. And then no, girls look at him and they're like, oh, we know what's up. There's a lot of a lot of questionable parts with the, um, with the prosthetics. Like uh, the one dude got one for his liver so he can drink more. See, but that makes sense. That's the kind of thing. I feel like that's the kind of prosthetic that in the future will probably come out that people will definitely buy so they can get drunk all night and then wake up the next morning and their, their prosthetic or their enhanced liver took care of the business and they don't have a hangover. I don't know. To me, that's uh, plausible. To me, that's plausible. That is plausible. I just – look, that's that's part of the gift of the hangover. You must respect the hangover. If you're going to drink, you got to respect that. But if you could – pay to not get the hangover 
I think people would definitely, definitely pay for it. Yeah, I don't know. And then I was also thinking, like, because uh, I also watched Logan today, and that, I got to say, is a really good movie. But in Logan, he's driving around, and then there's all those automated trucks driving around. In Ghost in the Shell, super futuristic setting, people are still driving around DeLoreans. And... <laughs> Uh, the garbage trucks still need two drivers to operate a garbage truck. So it was just kind of like one of those, you know, there's a lot of details that you had to just look over or just ignore to just enjoy for the movie for what it was. I agree. But, uh, I mean, you guys already talked about Long Good before, so we don't have to get into that. But I, I did like it. I enjoyed it. It was a really good, it's a good movie. It's a really good ending for, for that series. It's supposed to be an ending, right? There's not going to be any more in that series? or Maybe like uh, a... Like a... More X-Men movies would come out because they're supposed to do the Phoenix story. Uh, but other than that, it's not going to involve uh, Wolverine anymore. No unless Wolverine. Uh, Ryan Reynolds gets his way. Maybe like following the kids or something, make like a task force or something, or like some sort of... I don't know. They can figure something out without having all these old characters again. Maybe those kids will grow up and they'll become the X-Force. Oh um, yeah, X-Force. There you go. You can do X-Force with the really kids cool. or something. Uh, and then there's no word on that Gambit movie, right? I think that got scrapped. I'm almost positive that got scrapped. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like Channing Tatum as Gambit. It'd be kind of weird. Magic Mike. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that's it for this week, you guys. There's not too much more to uh, talk about. And we're running over an hour now, so... Oh, people don't listen after an hour. Yeah. That was some good stuff, though. We got some Rick and Morty, some... Uh... Yeah. Ghost in the Shell. You can talk about the crying fanboys next week for Josh Wheaton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then maybe <laughs> we can talk about how uh, Blizzard uh, sued, what is it, Honor Buddy for like $85 million? Yeah. Oh, did they? Uh, they, oh, they, yeah. they should. Yeah. They did. And That's they won. good. That is good. Well, that means less cheaters in the U.S., but not for the rest of the world. Yep. But anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Later, Peace. Take care.